Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Before your favorite AfterBuzz TV after show begins, I'm so excited to tell you that my new cookbook is out. It's called The Every Girl's Guide to Cooking. It's the quickest, fastest, easiest, most amazing recipes for kitchen newbies and chefs alike. Please check out MariaMenunos.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! That much oh, because yeah. That is a ton of fun. Hello, Blind Spot fans, and welcome to another episode of the After Buzz TV Blind Spot After Show. Today we're covering episode 12, Scientist's Hollow Fortune, mm-hmm. which anagrams to follow these instructions. So that's fun and interesting. Yep. Of course, with me, I have the lovely Stephanie Garrett. Hey, guys. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at StephanieG3360 and also on YouTube at StephanieG3360. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter at KiaJay. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. We have the hashtag going. We're looking at ABTV Blind Spot on Twitter. And we're also going to have the live chat pulled up in just mm-hmm. a little bit. So if you have something to say, put it in the hashtag, put it in the live chat, and you may well get a shout out. Yeah. What did you think of this episode? You know, I'm I'm starting to like them more and more. Uh, you know, the first few started a little slow for me, and then it, it, it's getting better and better. And now I like that they're adding them a little bit more personal things. This episode was just a tragedy. Oh, it was Start deep. to finish. It was oh deep. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, oh, I think I need a Xanax. <laughs> Because watching it, we're about 35 minutes through, and I'm like, wait, they're wrapping up the procedural part of this plot really yeah. quickly. Man, they must be do- they must be planning on doing some interpersonal stuff later on. Mm-hmm. And then we get to Kurt's dad. It's like... Yeah, poor dad. Okay. Dad, I'm, as we say, he's going through some things. <laughs> I was gone through some things. I was not expecting that. No, I wasn't I, either. Holy cow, that came right the heck out of it. So you know what? As long as we're talking about it, let's... Yeah. Uh, we're, yeah, let's we're starting get... sort of backwards, but that's okay. We'll work our way forward. Don't be afraid. We hit that. We're <laughs> we're, we're going for it. I, um, yeah. Yeah, we're going to be talking about suicide for the next few minutes. So if that's an issue, you may want to skip ahead a few minutes in the video or just yeah. mute it for a bit. So uh, that's your trigger warning. Um, good Lord. Evidently, the reason that Kurt's dad was gone that night, he was talking about, oh, we were at a dinner party and I volunteered to do a liquor run and I forgot that all the stores were closed on Sunday. So I had to drive halfway to Ohio and evidently that's a story he's told often because Kurt finishes the halfway to Ohio sentence uh-huh. with him and ends it with, so why were your shoes muddy? Yeah. Because he noticed. Evidently, Kurt's dad was extremely depressed at the time and had gone to commit suicide. He'd gone to, I didn't catch the name of it. It was probably either a river or a lake. Yeah. I wasn't sure of, what. Yeah, lake, I think. Some body of water. Right. And was just going to walk in. And then he decided not to about halfway through because he kept thinking of his kids at his funeral. Right. Just like, ah! Well, you know, I was thinking he sounded like uh, an alcoholic. 
who was depressed a depressed alcoholic at the time yeah you know what i mean that's probably what he was dealing with i think well and kurt mentioned earlier in the episode that he was drunk and he was yep. distant and he was never there well right. if he was depressed then yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's true so that that was definitely a rough thing to hear it fills in a lot of gaps mm-hmm. it's a good character reason but it's like oh this is heartbreaking yeah but i had mentioned earlier on in the season i said you know dad's gonna have a, a, a deathbed confession almost he's not dead just yet but he's sick and they're drinking smoothies and everything and they're talking so this is kind of you know get he's cleansing himself <laughs> so to speak of, of of all the past um wrongs so still you know. dang that wow yeah and evidently the reason that he never told the truth was my wife would never believe me yeah. my kid she'd never understand you know your sister would never understand and I was so full of rage, I didn't want you to end up like me. Mm. <laughs> it's just like, uh-huh. Yeah, that was deep. If we hadn't been in public, I probably would have been crying. Right. To be completely honest. Somebody in live chat said, I was not a fan of the dad scene. Yeah, that was kind of hard to watch. It was, You know, I think it'll work. And I think once we have... Because we just watched it like 10, 15 minutes ago. Yeah. So we're just like, this is processing time. Right. We need a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, once we have a week between us and that scene and we're seeing the ramifications next week and we're seeing if it changes anything, I think that it will be a little easier to process with a little more time. Right. But that was that and Charlie's reunion with his mom were two very emotionally heavy scenes this episode. This was very difficult to watch. Yeah. Poor Charlie. He was... Yeah, the scene with his mom, she thought he was dead, and there he is sitting there. And uh, How do you deal with that? I, I don't know. And like, then, you know, you know, less than an hour later, he's dead for real. <sighs> right! God. I didn't think about that. Oh, my God, you're right! Yeah! This poor woman finds her son alive after, I don't know, a year and a half or something, and then he died. Really? <laughs> you know, just, just of, all the, of all the weeks that I really should have brought my flask into the studio, this, this, this was the been week. The time. Yep. This, this was the week. <laughs> just pop it on the table here and be like, it was a great episode, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I know. But no, I have water because I'm a responsible adult. <laughs> yes, we are. And we're working and we're professionals. <laughs> are we? Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Professional adjacent was yes. how a guest described it once. Okay. Like, yeah, that's, that sounds about right yeah, that's about right so let's let's talk about the procedural parts of okay. this episode let's talk about poor charlie yeah little charlie. we find him in the middle of the road and it's always the middle of the road whenever we find someone who's lost and confused yeah just Cause straight I guess, in the yeah they there. never know where they're going yeah yeah but it's like never mind the side of the road let's just walk down the middle and see what happens and he gets picked up by a guy driving a pickup truck. He's got a military tattoo. Do you work at the base? Okay, I'll take you to the base. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the most trusting man. Yeah. Then again, he's he's a white guy with a pickup truck. I don't think he approaches life the same he's way probably, that you yeah. and I do. Yeah, he's probably got a, had a gun in the seat or something. Yeah, I, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Very generous man. Yes. Takes this, takes this amnesiac who hasn't been saying anything to the base and says, hey, is he one of yours? And he absolutely freaks out, takes one of the military men's guns, Mm -hmm. kills the driver and two of the soldiers, breaks the third one's arm, and makes a break for it. So he's obviously not doing super well. Yeah. And he's saying things like, don't take me back there. I can't do that again. Like, this, this poor guy. Obviously, something is not okay. Yeah. And we know from 
last week's preview going into this, they made comments about, oh, well, you know, if Jane was the prototype, then here's the real model. And da, da, da. So, right. you know, that something went down. But yeah, so they went to hunt him down and they find him and they bring him back. And it we managed to get several of Jane's memories here. And I think oh, we can yeah. swing into that when we start talking about Jane. Mm-hmm. But they bring him in and the kid is just hallucinating he went back to his mom's house even though his mom moved so it's this other poor woman with her small child going there's someone in my house with a gun some scary man in my house (laughs) they bring him in and he's talking about i was in hell i saw Mm -hmm. fire i was being tormented by the devil and i swam across the river sticks to get out and i found i saw the face of god and yeah obviously he's not doing okay no yeah he was in there with those uh four other guys those other soldiers yeah, they experiments on them and stuff. Yeah, they figured out his name from a tattoo on Jane's leg. It's always it's, boy. It's almost like that's what the show's about, <sighs> pretty much. And <laughs> they decoded his name and then four other soldiers. And it turned out that they had all been killed yeah. in Iraq by IED explosions. And killed mm-hmm. at this point because the first responders on the scene were all paid by a military contracting company called Northlake. Yeah. And so they figured out that, oh, okay, they were trying to cover their tracks. They basically kidnapped these people, ran some tests on Charlie, and found out that he just had a cocktail of drugs in him and mm-hmm. that he had mind-altering drugs and he had adrenaline and he had... I wrote down a couple of them and I oh. don't even... Yeah. Zip was one of them. That's Zip the same, was one of them, yeah, yeah. Same drug that Jane had. But not in the same amount right like it was used to erase some of his memories but there was a chance he'd be getting them back in a few weeks all that fun stuff but yeah they they were basically trying to pull a captain america up in here pretty much make a super soldier yeah and they had put him essentially in a constant state of fight or flight right and that oh that is ugly yeah he was uh i don't he was just very delirious you know uh, with all that stuff and he didn't know where he was and he managed to get out but i wish they kind of would have showed a little bit of that you know, how did he, did he crawl through a window? Did he, you know, jump a wall? What did he do? They didn't really dive into that. I don't, I don't know. I don't know that that would have added anything if Just they a had, smidge, you know? not a lot. Just a smidge. Just for me. Not for anybody else, just for Stephanie. You want the action movie part <laughs> yes, of this. That's right. I'm an action girl. I like action. But just a smidge. I just, I liked it, I liked it opening with him walking down the middle of the road. It yeah. was very horror movie, mm-hmm. oddly enough. Yeah, right. With some zombies that should be behind him or something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So they're trying to trigger his memories. So they bring his mom in to talk to him. And, oh, the other extremely difficult scene to watch because she is just crying and mm-hmm. she is a mess because she'd been told that her son was dead well right. over a year ago, I think. And here he is alive and kind of well, but mm-hmm. alive being the important part. And she, oh, my God, this was a very yeah. tearful reunion very difficult to watch and he straight up tells his mom i was in hell i saw the face of god he told me to go back to you mm-hmm. just like okay yeah 10 minutes later the military police are there to uh, take him yeah in, in front of his mom did you notice she was there watching i know she's like what now for crying out loud you just got here <laughs> she had like what 10 minutes half an hour maybe with her kid maybe and I just I just can tell you this as a mom that just kind of got to me just a little bit, you know. I was a little, because um, I have a son, and I was just like, oh, my baby. Even, even if, you know, six foot two or something. Yeah. <laughs> He's always going to be the baby. 
So that, yeah. that is what I hear. I don't have that experience. No, not <laughs> yet. Not yet, but it's okay. <laughs> so yeah, that, oh my God, I just feel really bad for Charlie. I know. And so the it's the CID is what it is. Yeah. That oh. is the military police essentially saying, look, he's an army person. He killed three people on army land. Mm-hmm. This is our jurisdiction. And Mayfair doesn't particularly want them to take him because, you know, lo and behold, he's been experimented upon and that's not okay. But there's really nothing that she or anyone else can do at that point. Right. And then the CID van gets essentially blown up. It runs over something that blows all its tires. A bunch of agents come in and kill all the CID people, drag Charlie back out. Northlake wants him back because mm-hmm. they're still evidently he is succeeding as an experiment, and you know they don't want their asset to get away. Absolutely, yeah. Well, so. I thought that that was uh, an interesting scene because all the guys showed up in black and they had the guns and stuff. So it's nice little action going on, and, and I, they I, were prepared. Very. They knew exactly where that car was going to go. Yeah. They had the trap set. Like they were extremely prepared. You know, I always think about things like that. I always wonder, who, where are they getting their funding from? Like, who start? I don't know. I, I always think a little deeper sometimes with certain things. And with North Lake, I was like, now who funded this? And They're where, military contractors. Yeah, yeah. They right. get their money from the government. Uh-huh. That, that $300 hammer and that $500 toilet seat. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm no, I, I know a few people who work for military contracting companies and so I've got a little bit that's yeah. they bid for the jobs and that's yeah. how they, it's, it's this whole thing but yes they they kind of get their money from the government yeah yeah no i know yeah but go ahead but yeah obviously these people are not on the up and up Mm -mm. because they're doing experiments on this this, just this whole episode yeah yeah i'm not processing this super well right now because i'm still kind of emotionally distraught by everything not only was i thinking where were they getting their funding they're obviously from the government but also where are they giving the okay that this is okay to experiment on soldiers like that's not okay that's not cool that's not i mean prisoners maybe but you know actual soldiers taking them somewhere and giving them stuff i know i I understand what they were trying to create i got that part but it's possible that people didn't know or it's possible uh, that there was only one person or a very small amount of people who mm -hmm. knew and gave them the okay right but it sounds like because we had dr Lindsay sparacino i believe it was okay I wrote down that name. <laughs> Who had evidently retired after mm-hmm. being an army doctor for two decades and had moved all of her finances into an offshore account. So mm-hmm. my thoughts are that she and Northlake were doing this very much on the down low because, again, these are soldiers that were confirmed killed in action right. by a comp- by people that were paid by Northlake to do so. Mm-hmm. And then they were making comments about, well, if she perfects the formula, she can sell it to any terrorist cell or any dictator or whatever with an open checkbook. So yeah. I don't think this was on the up and up. I don't think this was one of their contracts. I think they used some of the money they got from their contracts and funneled it into this research. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Right, right. That makes sense. Okay. I got gotcha. you. So that's that. That's that's my thought process on that one because I don't like to believe that there's someone who could commission this sort of thing. <laughs> oh, honey! But the show isn't really good for my faith in humanity. Sometimes <laughs> no, for for any of us, Tom Fisher, Fisher, yeah. Yeah. Luckily, we didn't see him in this episode. No, we we're getting him for all of next episode. We yes. got a brief respite, and then he's back. 
surprise, but you thought you'd seen the last of me. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> but that's that's predictions territory. Right. So they they cleared out of the lab because they knew that people were coming. Well, mm-hmm. someone escaped and someone else got a hold of them and there's the FBI. Let's let's leave this facility. So they just killed their four other test subjects. <sighs> Don't need them. It's not working. Bye-bye. Right. Collateral. And then they leave them there. Just, well, yeah, eh. they didn't have time to take them anywhere. Yeah, just take, yeah, just leave them, yeah, they'll find them. Obviously, they didn't respect any of them as people to begin with, true. so why would they bother? That's very true. <laughs> yeah. So they take them to a storage unit, and this this just cracked me up. What? That they were able to track the doctor because her little freeway pass pinged at a toll booth. Oh, You know yeah. how you have those little easy mm-hmm. toll things so you don't have to stop and pay? You just throw it oh, on yeah, your yeah. dashboard. You go, yeah, no, that's how they tracked her. Like, yeah. seriously? Right, yeah, I got you. I, I kind of, uh, yeah, that escaped me for a second until you mentioned it. And I went, oh, that's right, they did. Yeah, and I was wondering, well, how did, I was thinking, how did they catch her that fast? And I went, oh, yeah, so. I just, you're on the run and you've done everything right, except, well, it's it's too inconvenient to actually go through the, I'll just use my easily trackable freeway pass. Right. They will never catch me now. <laughs> In your real name. <laughs> you know. That is a high intelligence score and a low wisdom score. That's what that is. Yep. It's like all the book smarts and then the street smarts are just like Yeah. None. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, oh, should we mention at the very beginning of the episode when Weller walks in and sees Jane, because remember last week they were supposed to meet at the park, <laughs> we were like, awkward. Let's we'll get into that a bit when we started talking about Oscar. Okay, yeah. Okay, Oscar. Well, let's say Oscar that. the Grouch. Oh, Oscar. That's going to be the thing, isn't it? Tom the Vampire, and now we have Oscar the Grouch. Yes, we do. Copyright and then jo- we got to figure out a nice word for uh, Jonas, too. I, all I can think of is, and then there's this asshole. <laughs> like, that's all I've got is that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. That's, that's it. That's it. And then there's Jonas. Yeah. As someone on YouTube say, he's a shark with a mustache. Really? I was thinking more in terms of whale, but that's Jonah, and I'm mixing yeah. up my names. There you go. Okay. Continue. Yeah. You were so, doing years ago on. So poor, poor Charlie there. The doctor takes him to her storage unit, which is evidently a lab, because we're going to inject him with the serum and then cut open his brain to see what it's doing. In a storage unit. Let's do that. That is super sanitary. Right? (laughs) Yes. Obviously, they don't care if he survives, so who cares about the sanitation level? Ew. Yeah. So we have, I I think I called it fight o'clock. Okay. When they're taking out the different North Lake agents and they're finding the unit and they get Charlie out. And, of course, he pulls a runner because they dosed him again and he doesn't remember mm-hmm. any of them oh, yeah. or anything. that ha- He basically forgot the whole episode. Yeah. So they can't talk him down and he's freaking out. So Jane has to chase him across rooftops and then winds up putting her gun down to try and appease him. Mm-hmm. And then he attacks her because he's freaking out. Right. And I, I just... I know what she's trying to do, mm-hmm. but I feel like the smarter way to go about it would have been to just, like, shoot him in the shoulder or something. Oh, really? Incapacitate without killing. I mean, there mm. are, like, kneecaps or something. There are ways to do that, and they're not pretty. Yeah. But it would have kept him alive. Yeah. As opposed to disarming herself for someone who is not in his right mind and panicking mm-hmm. and beating her up and then taking her gun and so Weller shoots him in the chest. Right. Like, yeah. No, there really wasn't a decision there. He was attacking you and he could have shot you and, well, I made a choice. Like, 
well, I can't mm-hmm. blame you. Mm-hmm. It sucks, but it's protocol. Right. That's true. It is. And also, you know, he has a personal investment in Jane because he actually oh, really yeah. likes her. You could just oh, tell. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yeah. He's really uh, into her, you know. So that, you know, played a little bit a part in that as well. So that's that's our tragedy. And I'm, I'm kind of glad that they didn't show us giving mom the news that he was dead oh, for real yeah, this time. Because I, I think know. that would have out and out killed me. Yeah. So I'm... I'd have been like, no, don't do it. Don't. You know. It yeah, is can, awful to think yeah. about, but I'm very grateful that we did not get that reaction yes. shot. Yes, I am too. Because there's, there's only so much you can handle in one episode. Right. And this was... Let's push the limits. Yeah. And I thought they had a very interesting conversation, Jane and Weller, talking about, you know, there's more than one way to approach this. No, there isn't. In this job, there's good guys and bad guys. And that's it. Mm -hmm. Like, And that's really interesting because we have the black and white approach on one end and the shades of gray approach on the other. Mm -hmm. And trying to figure out if those can work together when Jane's already doubting herself and doubting her memories and doubting Oscar and doubting her team. And how many more times can I say doubting in the next 30 seconds? (laughs) Well, yeah, that's true. I, you know, I don't know. You know, um, I was just thinking about her conversation with Mayfair, you know, and, and when she was getting sort of chastised in her office. And she had to figure some things out. You know, where what what side of the line is she on? And there is the chain of command. And it sucks sometimes, but it's also there for a reason. Right. And it, yeah, she's technically not even FBI. So she technically doesn't even have to follow that if she doesn't want to. I mean, she's a, she's not under arrest. She's not being detained. She's is she a witness? I don't even know. I feel like she's kind of an agent with them. I kind of, you know, yeah, but she doesn't have a badge. She I've, has been torn in. I feel like if we've covered this, I don't remember the specifics. If right. there's someone in chat or on Twitter <clears throat> who remembers, me. who can tell us, that would be awesome. Because right, right now I'm I'm still a little overloaded. Well, I, knew, I actually thought she was going to say, well, look, I don't even work here. <laughs> That's what I would have thought. Like, I don't work be here. A really no, good giving way. me a paycheck every two weeks. I don't work for you people. I know, yeah. you know, that, I don't know. That's just. Yeah, just they not. are paying for her housing. That's true. Well, that's because she's a, uh, an, well, like you said, asset. Asset's a good word yeah. and also a really bad word. Yeah. A little bit of both. Right. So, yeah, just her conversation and her trying to figure things out. Yeah. And her completing her mission. Which, right. Okay. Yeah. I knew that was a test. I yeah. Like, yeah. He's it's- testing her. So at the beginning of the episode, we have Oscar, where we essentially left off last time. Excuse me. <clears throat> yep. And her, and him giving her, a, this is a copy of Mayfair's pen, replace them. Is it a recording device? Is it a bug? I'm not going to betray my team. No, just do it. Just do the thing. Just do the thing. Uh-huh. And I love that we got the scene of her taking it back to the safe house and just taking the thing apart and inspecting all of it. Mm-hmm. Piece by piece. Yeah. Yeah. Extremely thorough. Like, that is really smart. Well right. done. And as far as we can tell, it's just another pen. <laughs> and she's been... We've, this is the first time in a while we've gotten flashbacks from Jane, right. actually. She had a lot of them this episode. She had three, but they all kind of strung together. Uh-huh. She was doing some form of military or boot camp. Mm-hmm. Yes, she was. Um, she was going through the, the trenches there, you know, and she had some memories of that and ringing the bell. Yeah, there was a drill sergeant telling her, you know, if you want to give up, just ring the bell and yelling at her specifically. We know you want to give up, princess, blah, 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 just go ring the bell. Yeah. And then about halfway through the episode during the second one, she does. Mm-hmm. 
And then we get a flashback towards the end of her getting in a car and talking to someone I don't think we've seen before. Yeah. Have uh, we seen this person? No, I have no idea. No. No. So, talking to someone we don't know and saying, yeah. you know, it just killed me to ring that bell. So, obviously, she didn't want to give up. And hearing, well, you played your part well. Welcome to Orion. Right. Oh, Orion. That's the first name drop we've heard from that in a good long time. I seriously love Orion. I want to know what the heck it is. I'm, I'm sick. So I want it's more. It's a constellation. I, and there's I the, know and, yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I managed to pass that class in <laughs> school. <laughs> You're but hosting I, your show with a smart aleck. I, I don't know this, what you want. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean, is it, well, you know, it's a, sort of a program. But it, it seems like every time you mention it, people's mouths drop a gape. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Oh, Ryan, they're like, oh, Ryan, no, we can't talk about that. I'm like, yes, we can. And I want to know. <laughs> and Tom knew about it. Oh, Tom knew everything. That's why he's dead. <laughs> 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 the dead guy. He knows everything. Well, not anymore. He's dead now. <laughs> there you go. Can't talk. You have to say I love the chat what um, earlier on. It, it scrolled up, and so I don't remember the name, but someone made a crack about I used to be a soldier like you, then I took a cap to the knee. Oh. <laughs> okay. Bless your Skyrim references. It's, it's uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. chat. How are you guys in there? Chat, you are all lovely human beings, and we adore you. Yes, Very, we do. very much. So thank you for the Skyrim reference. That that made my night. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So, yeah, Jane is having a lot of issues figuring out, again, the usual who she is. I don't remember anything. And they've been compounded by Oscar showing up, showing her this video of, you did this to yourself. Mm-hmm. And remembering that they were engaged at one point. Yeah. And then all of this, oh, they're the FBI. Oh, you're just a cog in the machine to them. Oh, you can't really trust them. Oh, you, boy, Oscar, you don't have an agenda. Right. Yeah, you're not working hard for a reason. <laughs> so I'm kind of wondering how this is going to go and what the organ, if it is Orion that she is with, was with, et cetera, that's still doing this. Or uh-huh. I'm, I'm beginning to think that she was in Orion for a time, mm-hmm. but the people that tattooed her, drugged her, et cetera, are not Orion. Really? That's oh. kind of what I'm rolling with, especially okay. since we got the Orion is where you died. Like, yeah, oh. you're poetic, buddy. Yeah, I know you were like, oh, great. <laughs> and we just get this like shocked image and then the episode ends like, no, no, yeah. no, no. You're, you're just being obtuse. <laughs> you were a drama kid. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I, I seriously want to know what Orion is. They have me so interested in just Orion. Forget about Jane. I mean, not to forget about Jane's memories. I mean, those are cool, too. But I just want to know what the heck is Orion. Because once we get to know what Orion is, we get to see a deeper sense of what's really going on. I get the feeling that that is season finale material. It if is. not, stretch it until season two. Because oh, we do, we do have a season two. Yeah. They do have enough leeway yep. to string us along because uh-huh. they know they're getting at least nine more episodes. Oh, yeah. And they, we, they, they're going to give us a nice juicy cliffhanger. Of course. And we're going to be like, ah, right on the, the tips of our nails. Like, no. <laughs> we'll be sitting there screaming at the TV as right. it ends. And then we'll all come in here and be like, no. Ah. Right. Come on, people. Come on. Making awful noises and crying. Right. As you do. As we do. So, yeah, we have answers and also no answers. Mm -hmm. We did get confirmation that the bearded dude was part of the organization. Oscar cannot yet tell her who killed him or why. Right. And we didn't get a name. Yeah. Because 
why make things easy? <sighs> right. Well, make our lives difficult. Yeah. Really do. And let's please, please not forget Reed and, and Weller's sister. Oh, my <laughs> God. What's her I, name, Sarah? Sarah. I went, OMG. <laughs> Shut up and get out. It's like, do you know anything about this guy that she's dating? No. She's giving this big old Kanye shrug. And then right. he pan to the restaurant. It's like, oh, Right. Oh. Oh. Right. <laughs> oh, we were, and Zapata was making fun of him a few episodes ago mm-hmm. about, yeah, no, this girl you're dating doesn't actually exist. Right. This is interesting. Oh, yeah. And once he finds out, woo wee. That's prediction, so I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I get the feeling that it's going to be all in the execution because uh-huh. at, he hasn't told Weller yet. Yeah. And he made the point that, no, it needs to come from me. It'll mm-hmm. be a different delivery. So, We'll see how that goes down, but yeah. I get the feeling that it's going to be one of those things that happens in the worst possible way, <laughs> because it always, it always, always does. is. Yeah. Like that's the point. He's going to blare it out. He's going to go what? <laughs> and it's going to be like a fist fight. No, I'm just kidding. It's going to be at the worst possible time. Like they're oh. going to be captured. He's going to think he's dying. We're like, tell your sister I love her. Oh, what? What? Excuse me? Sorry, would you like to explain that? No, I'm dying. Right. And, you know, I was also thinking of something uh, about the team, and I don't know if anybody else agrees with me. I kind of think the team as a whole, all of those people, have skeletons in the closet. Oh, yeah. Not just Kurt and not just Apata. I even think little, um, what's her name, Patterson. She may have a bone or two in her closet. I'm just saying. I think she's the only one where I'd buy that she doesn't. Just a little dust. (laughs) She's really bad. Maybe like a dead moth in there or something. Maybe, okay. She she has proven to be so, so bad at keeping secrets and so bad at poker facing that she is the only person that I would buy not having a skeleton in the closet. Okay. Because she wouldn't be able to keep it there. It would become a Halloween decoration. <laughs> That's a good point. So maybe I, she'd I, hang I it up like in her it. lab as an anatomy study. Like it, it this would not be a secret. Yeah. She can't do it. As we know, Jane has, you know, a, a cemetery in her closet. <laughs> an entire cemetery. You open the door and bones just fall out. She has a hidden trap door in her closet <laughs> that she hasn't quite found yet. Right. That's the thing. It's like my closet is empty. Yeah. There's not even any no all my clothes in there are black and white. Pretty and much. Shades of gray. Yeah, I kind of think they all have a little uh, dirt on them. Please, just oh my Mayfair. God, can we take her shopping? I know, still. We still, still like, yeah. Just, I get it, the whole blank slate thing, the shades of gray, that, like, I understand. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean I don't want to see her in some color. It's just, uh, yeah, a nice colored pink t-shirt or something. <laughs> so just blue, green, she'd look really good in green. Yeah, well, it's okay. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that just, for once, please. Yeah. But yeah, that was my thought. I said, yeah, and all these people have uh, a few skeletons in the closet. And and I think our Mr. Friend, uh, Jonas, what's, jo- I call him Jonas. Jonas, Jonas, he's going to dig him out. Is jo- Jonas Fisher, yeah. Jonas, yeah. I mean, we've already seen Zapatas. Yeah. We saw the gambling problems. We mm-hmm. saw the issues that it caused with Tom. And I'm waiting for that to come back and bite her in this next episode. Like, oh. this is going to get ugly. Mm-hmm. And we've seen Mayfairs with... um. Why can I not remember what it's oh, called? I know. The I provision can't. to the Patriot Act. Yeah, I, I can't remember that the name of it. That whole thing that she and Tom and her partner were in on. And right. Yeah, so 
I'm sure that's not... You know, talk about having a whole graveyard in your closet. Look at her. Uh-huh. So I'm uh-huh. sure that's not the only one we have, and I'm sure it's going to get worse from here on in. Yep. But I feel like we've seen Zapata's, and adding another one to that is just going to be redundant. Kind of messy. Like another one of that magnitude. Yeah. 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 We got to see uh, reads and then... Weller might have some other stuff going on. and Oh, we also saw a nice little Dr. Borden in on a case. We did. They I actually like brought him in, They brought him out into the field. I know. I'm like, loving that. Dang. I'm like, he's helpful. We have n- <laughs> we've never seen him in that capacity before. And right. It's like, oh, you get screen time. Oh, you're in the field. Yay. I'm very happy. Mm-hmm. It's hard to be happy this episode, but I'm happy right now. Right. Happy looking at him. <laughs> and we also had a character moment with Patterson, like, after her just getting beaten up last week. Yeah. That was extremely rough. Mm-hmm. And Mayfair talking to her about, I thought you were going to take a leave of absence. No, because then we had the flight thing, and now there's this stuff going on, and it just feels like here is more important. Mm-hmm. And Mayfair is telling her, you're running away from it. It will catch up with you, and the longer you wait, the worse it'll be. Yeah. Been there, done that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's how she coped with her partner's suicide, was right. throw herself into work. And then when it caught up to her, it was just not pretty. Right. Yeah. And she's uh, she's right, you know. But she'll Patterson will have to figure that out for herself. Yeah. I, I get the feeling Patterson's not going to take that advice. No, she's not. And then with Fisher sniffing around everywhere, <sighs> that's just going to exacerbate the problem. <sighs> yeah. Let's just make literally everything worse because we can yeah well did you did you catch real quick before we i guess we get into predictions about what oscar said about she, jane says well do you have cameras inside of the fbi and he goes no we have some we another have something else something else you're right yeah mm. I, we missed that i was like oh no well, we got to talk about that i yeah we're gonna find that out soon too you know i smell a mold uh, that just <laughs> that is going to be fun and interesting and also awful um yeah did we forget anything? Um, that was the last thing I thought of. So I think we covered. Sounds like we covered mostly everything. Okay. Well, chat is on a minute or so delay. So chat, okay. if you think of anything, Daylight. tell us. Daylight. Daylight. Thank That's you. It. Thank you. Thank you, Philip Baker. Yes. Thank you, Philip. Thank you for remembering. So in the meantime, when chat catches up to us asking mm-hmm. them, like, hey, if there's anything else you want us to cover, now is a good time to tell us. Yeah. In the meantime, let's talk a little bit about iTunes. Okay. Because we have a new iTunes review as of, like, yesterday. You people are amazing. And, you know, I give this spiel every week, giving it again. Y'all know it. We adore you guys. We've said it more than once. It's still true. And the best way that you can help us stay on the air is by going onto iTunes, by rating us five stars, and by leaving us a review. Because that tells our bosses and our producers, hey, you know, people really like watching this blind spot after show. We should keep doing it. <laughs> yeah. We should keep having these people talk about this crazy mystery. And so if you want to help us out, that is the absolute best way you can do it. And of course, if you do that, we will give you a shout out on the air. So we have You Ladies Rock from JG8472. I listen to all my favorite After Buzz shows on the long commute to work every day. We joke, we laugh, and we talk about the shows. Or you guys talk, and I talk to myself in the car. (laughs) What more could you ask for? But seriously, Blindspot is such a fascinating show. What what has made it even better? Getting to tune into the AfterBuzz podcast every week. Thank you Aww. for the good times, my friends. Thank you. Oh, Thank that's you very so nice. Much. We appreciate that so much. I'm really glad I'm not the only person who talks to people in my car. No, I don't. I do that as well. And so. Talk back to the radio DJs <laughs> usually. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Roll the windows down, sing. 
All right, chat, what have we got? I think the chat is still talking about the mole and Tom the Vampire. So it looks like we have probably covered all of the things, Mm -hmm. unless there's anything hidden up there. I think I saw someone mentioning a bug. A bug. But the only bug that we had was the one that never made it to the safe house. That's right, because Zapata was supposed to take it in there. For Tom. For Tom, yeah, from Tom. And Mm. then things just did not occur. Right. Because death did. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we have everything for mm-hmm. this episode. I Let's think so. Let's roll into predictions. Okay. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. We just got one from Philip Baker up there, and I rather like it. What? I have a feeling that the mole is someone we don't actually know yet, or it's going to be someone we see all the time, but they're just in the background somewhere. Oh, good point. That's intriguing. Yeah, very But for that to work, it does need to be someone who is absolutely out of nowhere, or it needs to be someone that we've actually talked to before. It can't just be, like, extra number three who now has a part. Like, I've been here the whole time! Well, no, we're not going to buy that. Uh But if it's Dr. Borden, or if it... I would be very unhappy if that were the case, because I rather like him. I know. But... He doesn't show up all the time. He consults with the team. Mm-hmm. We know him, but yeah. he's not. He's kind of on the B list for the team, right? So someone like that, someone we've seen around, yeah, someone we've seen. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I was thinking it could, you know, be like you say, a random person, but they have to be sort of involved and know what's going on on a daily basis. But if they're a record keeper, if they're someone with a yeah. high level of security. And, I mean, the conversations that the team has in the office Mm -hmm. aren't really subtle. Yeah. And Jane's not really subtle. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Well, I always think Jane, you know, she's a big old mole. She could be a mole and not, not even know it. She could be. Yeah, but that's, you know, that's, that's, uh, that, I'm stretching it there, but I'm just saying. I feel like if that were the case, it would, there would be less of Oscar going, I need you to trust us. I need you to run these missions mm-hmm. and more implications toward, oh, yeah, no, this is what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I feel like if Jane set this up, she wouldn't have set herself up as a mole or mm. liable for a witch hunt like that. Okay. All right. Well, I think that. Uh, once Kurt finds out about Reed and his sister, he's going to flip out. I think we all kind of know that. <laughs> I, uh, like I said, that's going to happen at the worst possible yeah, time. He's going to flip it's out. It's going to be terrible, and it will be so bad. Yeah, yeah. Possibly a little funny, but for the most part, really bad, I'm yeah. sure. And in my other prediction, I kind of think that Kurt and his dad may start to come together. Slowly but surely. Honestly, I think the next time we see Dad, he's going to be dying. Oh. Like, final appearance oh, territory. okay. He's going to be, yeah, okay. I'm oh. sure we'll have conversations with Sarah, whether or not Kurt tells her mm-hmm. what he learned from Dad. I, I don't know if we're going into that territory, but okay. I honestly think that the next time we see Dad will be the last time we see Dad. Oh, so, you know, super optimistic. I am. Yeah. A tad optimistic because I like that, that dynamic between him and his dad. It kind of keeps, it kind of fuels that fire for him, you know. So, um, let me see. Any others that you have? It's just, I'll be intrigued to see if we have a procedural component next week. Mm-hmm. And if so, what it is. Okay. Because keeping it as a mole hunt, keeping it entirely within the FBI, it's kind of bucking the structure of what we've had mm-hmm. for most of the season, where we've got the personal side and the uh, procedural side. Okay. So if the procedural side 
is the personal side because it is him interviewing everyone and it is him trying to find the mole in the team. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to buck the structure like that or if we're going to have a whole other half and the mole thing is what they chose to advertise because that's what gets people really interested. Mm -hmm. You've watched this for 12 episodes. You're really invested in these characters. There's a mole? There's a mole. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I was on another show and they did that. And yeah, eventually the, if they found the mole, the mole died. <laughs> but that was, you know, another show. Of course. <laughs> always. That's There's always a mole somewhere yeah. in, the, in these organizations, you know. So It could be Fisher himself. I thought about that. I actually, because he, he's there for a reason. He's I mean, there snooping around, got his big nose and everything. Well, and Jane is a huge mystery. And again, we, we kind of pegged him as lawful evil last yep. time, that he mm-hmm. will use the rules to be an awful human being about it. Yep. And she is just this big legal tangle for mm-hmm. them. Yep, yep. So you and, might be right. you know, him making comments about, I'm going to bury you. Like, okay, buddy, calm yeah, down. Like, really? <laughs> Get yourself a nice cup of herbal tea and just kind of breathe. Right. Okay, okay. Yeah. And the thing I noticed in the trailer is that um, Mayfair had butterfly bandages on her face. Oh. Like, she'd gotten into a fight of some sort or gotten beaten up. Like, she had, like, on her eyebrow were okay. butterfly bandages. Uh-huh. And that's that's what you do to basically hold a cut closed so right, it can heal. Right, right. It's a step down from super that. glue. Okay. It was just, it was a real quick thing. She was looking at a computer and, like, did she get beaten up? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I think, and I also think Mayfair's uh, her her skeletons are gonna start coming out of the closet big time. Oh my God! Yes. Yeah, she's got, a, she's, she's, got she's, a, she's been there a long time, so she's got some stuff. She's got, got a some whole baggage. Graveyard in yeah. there. Mm-hmm. So she's been around for for quite a while. So, you have any other predictions? I think that's it for me. I'm excited about the next episode. Well, kind of a short show tonight. But. It was, yeah. It's okay. We'll make up for it next week. That's okay. We'll have more to talk about. All right. Thank you to Philip Baker, Jessica Iverson, and Philip Baker again. We love you guys. Thank you, guys. And Melissa for commenting on Twitter. Y'all are glorious human beings. Thank you. Of course, thank you so much to the chat for watching tonight. You guys are great. We adore you. Yep. So, where can the people find you? I am at StephanieG3360 on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Kiaxet. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. I'm also on Snapchat at Kia Prime. Arrow's on hiatus. I'm usually on that. Uh, Star Wars Rebels is on Wednesday nights. And Transformers Robots in Disguise is back. And that is on Sundays at 7. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys so much Thank for you. watching. And we will see you next week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.